Hey, welcome to the Healthy Postnatal Body Podcast. Healthy Postnatal Expert Peter Lab. But as always, will be me. This is the podcast for the 6th of August 2023, and doesn't time just fly? This week I'm joined by the delightful Sensei Miwako, founder of Jams, and we're talking maths today. Now don't switch off, I know you might not think maths is a sexy subject. But you know, if you have kids and you send them to school and they struggle with maths, or they don't like maths, or you don't understand what the homework actually homework actually is and how it all works, listen to this one. You're gonna love this. Um Miracle is the founder of JAMS, which is the only math school in the Portland and Beaverton area certified by the League of Sorbonne Abacus. Basically, they use the teaching of Abacus and Anson instruction to build a solid and strong foundation of mental mathematics with lifelong skills. As, as we say, that's catchy, isn't it? You're going to love this. See, basically what she does, she makes math simple for kids and, and you know, teaches it as a life skill. You're going to absolutely Love this interview. We're, we're talking so much why kids struggle with maths, the con- difference between teaching them the concept of maths and actually teaching them maths, proper maths, why some children shut down, uh, and that every single child can just get better at maths if you just teach them properly. So without further ado, it's Sensei Miwako. Why do a lot of kids seem to struggle with maths? Peter, this is, I often asked and I wanted to laugh. It's very interesting, but it is. Everybody struggle. But I also wanted to know numbers, math is numbers. Mm-hmm. And numbers is universal. Why universal languages is being a struggle by many? All around the world, kids. Why? Because I don't think you know they are taught. They are more teaching the concept, more concept after concept. Mm-hmm. But to me, as a teacher, especially teaching in the abacus teacher, if the child know how to play the numbers, which is addition, subtraction, multiplication, division, if they really know how to play those numbers well, I doubt children will be struggle the math. Yeah, sure. And that's an interesting point, right? That you, that you said, because maths is, is, is a universal language. Numbers are, are universal. Yet, you know, kids in, in, in Holland and in the US and, and in UK, it seems to almost also be a universal struggle. So what is the difference between the abacus method and the way that we get taught maths in in schools and all that sort of stuff so that is another great question abacus even though i teach abacus in japan or us or south africa or uk anywhere abacus is a tool rectangle Mm -hmm. and the wired and the bees we see we touch there is no guessing. Okay. If yeah, I said sure, the sure. two, if I said the two to you, Peter, you may think of two something else, maybe two cookies. 
But it, to me, two is just simply two bees up. That's all.、Mm. Okay? So there is no guessing. If I said the five, many people are thinking it's a five object.、Mm-hmm. But for me, five is one bead, top bead down to the center line. Yeah. That's it. So once you understand the zero through nine in the one column, how to,、uh, how to show that will be ones became tens, tens, hundred, hundred, thousand. No matter which column we go, It's all simple, all same.、Mm. This should be the universal language. By the way, I used to have a student,、uh, two、uh, brother and sister. They, used, they were born in UK. They were raised in UK. After, I think three years ago, they moved to US here.、Mm-hmm. And then they really struggled math.、Okay. They struggled math. So much because the way how the UK education system teaching the math and here how they teach is very different. Here is more teaching the concept why two plus three is five. <laughs> But anywhere else, two plus three, it's two objects one, two objects, and three objects adding it together. Why we have to explain to more. But I think those, like,、uh, it's concept, just trying to be understanding why, how, especially US here is more taught.、Well, But, that's yeah. fascinating. <laughs> yeah, it is. <clears throat> But at the end of the day, to me, how you are taught, where you are taught, If you are not enjoying the numbers, how to play the numbers,、mm-hmm. like I said earlier, addition, subtraction, multiplication, division, no matter which field, which country you live or work, or even you know, chemistry, economics, or you know, like attorney, doctors, firefighters, nurses, right? Anywhere you go. We all need the numbers. Right? Yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So yeah. Because it's fascinating that you talk about the concept of,、uh, of why two plus three is, is five. Because、uh, I was taught in Holland, because I'm from,、uh, I'm Dutch, and therefore I was raised there in the, like, the 70s and the 80s and the 90s. Uh, it wasn't a question. The concept of maths wasn't a question unless you studied maths at a much, much higher level. If you went to university to study、right. maths, I'm sure that the concept of, of it comes in. But I was just told, yeah, two and three is five. Deal with it. This is just,、right. this is just right. what it is. This is not a, this is not a,、uh, a weird、uh, philosophical debate we are having about why it is. Right. I mean, so many. I mean, a two plus three, five, that question was a little bit too. Yeah, sure. You know, but, but still, it's always the children in this country's math problem, always you have to explain why is this answer yeah, yeah, become yeah. like this. I said, why is that so important? Then, funny part in this country, after elementary school, five years of the elementary school done, and then they quickly, 
they quickly introduced a calculator. Right. So yeah. if you are already know going to use a calculator five years later, why you are so pounding the kids mm. to trying to teaching them why, how, this. I, I they the end of the day, the amount of the education time will be wasted. And then sure. no one remembers. Right? No, no absolutely. Yeah, I, 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 I do remember some of my clients' kids uh, coming home with report cards that were not like A's and 100% and all that. And they had the correct answer, right? So they, they would they would see the correct answer and they would write down the correct answer, but they couldn't, and I quote, show their workings. Um, show me how you got to the correct answer, otherwise it doesn't count. And that's a really strange <laughs> A strange way of of dealing with with maths when you you know it's it's yeah I, I understand that there is for some people it matters why uh, why you calculate an an angle a certain way why that is and all that sort of if you study engineering and you're building bridges it matters that you know what you're doing. If you're 14, 15, 16, yeah, maybe not so much. And let alone younger, then it really doesn't matter that much at all. Right. <laughs> and then, you know, back to the, you know, like, oh, oh, why? But, you know, math is a very essential mm. life skill. Life skill. No. Math is not a subject. Just, you know, like a, how many people using those mathematical, you know, like equation to higher level? Very few percent of the people. Most of the, our life only need addition, subtraction, mm -hmm. multiplication, and division. Sure. That's all needs. That's all needs. You know, so it's, 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 world is changing, but world is also getting smaller. And then I want to people to understand that math is a universal math language, another mm -hmm. universal language. Yeah. Numbers. When I came to this country 31 years ago from Japan, I couldn't speak English this much. But because I had a skill, when I look at it, the hamburger shop, there was a numbers, you know, plus. <laughs> Two dollars ninety nine. You know, French fry was two dollar ninety nine. Two dollar ninety nine. Three ninety nine was something like that. I look at it. That made me feel so relief that I can survive. <laughs> <laughs> because you know, you don't need an you don't need a language skill to describe because numbers never lie. If I look at the three point nine nine, is a three point nine nine. Sure. But how I look. Is I look these. Mm. I don't. I don't look at anything else. That was I was trained when I was in Japan, mm. and I'm really glad that my parents gave me this skill. And I'm really glad I can share my skill to the children in this country and the people who would like to learn from anywhere you know they want to. Yeah, because that, that's fascinating. So when you're saying, because, you know, we have a lot of uh, tutoring groups in, in, in the UK that, that I'm fairly familiar with, you know, and what they're 
essentially teaching the kids is how to pass the test in school. Right. right. That, 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 that is fundamentally what they're the, the the kids are not performing in the school, and therefore the kids the the parents hire a tutor, and the tutor spends their entire time explaining, as you call it, the concept of 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 maths, right, to the child, and hopes that something sticks. But if you view this as a, yeah, that's all nice to have, but it's more important to have the life skill of being able to add, subtract, uh, subtract, and and all that sort of stuff. Then there's a completely different reason as well for for using your method and for using, say, you guys as a tutoring system rather than the, it's just to pass a class. It, it becomes yeah. much more important. It is. Because once, you know, you know, school, preparing for that test, to pass mm -hmm. life is testing you life is testing us right so it's it's we you know it, no matter how much we prepared for during the school time once you graduate you know college or high school whichever mm -hmm. you know field and then do you think whatever we learned will be coming in front of us Never. No. Never. Never. Right? So it's not like, you know, like a, whatever they were prepared. That ex exam is, you know, just preparation, right? I mean, like a, if, if, if you are going to take an exam, you just have to prepare for what you are going to take. Mm -hmm. But life cannot be prepared no matter how much you prepared. It's not the guarantee that those experience will be coming as a test. <laughs> right? uh, no, yeah, very, <laughs> that's very true. Right? And, and, so, and, no, so, sorry, on you go. No, so same thing. Like back to the, you know, math is a life skill. So it, no matter how, how hard math equation, learned if they do not know how to apply it mm -hmm. there is no point and then people when we you know kids are elementary school junior high high school college they kind of know what they want to but the most of them they don't i didn't know but whatever they became maybe you know like a chemistry sciences economics Right. And then mm -hmm. even some of them became a, you know, like a banker and a mortgage interest rate and then, you know, chemistry, then chemical equation. Right. Each, whatever you go to, even though you're just staying at the home, you know, housewife, the mom, mm -hmm. you know, you, you go to the grocery store and they're buying, the, you know, like a food for the evening or week or kids lunch or anything. And then you just have to calculate how many kids, how many days, you know, what kind of food they need and how much I can spend it and how much I need to save it. So all these things has to be calculated. Mm. And then this is sometimes I have an objection. <laughs> so why Abacus? Abacus is so ancient so old 
So yes, it is old. Oh, old doesn't mean the bad, but why we have already calculator? Why we have already computer? Why we need it? My counterpoint. <laughs> okay, that's good point. Then how about this? If you do not have a calculator, if you do not have a computer front of the computer, what are you gonna do? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, you you definitely need to have uh, have a basic grasp of. Uh, you you need to understand how to do the basic things. I, I'm I'm always relatively surprised when. I come across people that don't understand how percentages work. To be honest, when they then they can't figure out <laughs> that, that that what ten and a half, what 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 ten percent or twelve and a half percent is, or even what what even what fractions are. Right? They right. What, yeah. The, this this is this is the 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 old example. I think that they were struggling to sell a burger. I'm fairly sure this was in the U.S. where. They were going to sell the, that people didn't understand that a quarter pounder was smaller than a third of a pound was uh, size-wise for burgers. So in the UK, the burgers are a different size than than in the US. The are, are standard okay. sizes. I'm not talking about the huge okay. burgers, but there was a chain that tried to sell a standard British burger, so to speak, in America, and it was described as a third of a pound. And people oh. did not comprehend that that burger, which was a third, was bigger, was larger than than the burger that is a quarter. Um, so when you're talking about, you know, it's nice, yeah, yeah, it's nice to have a computer and a calculator in front of you, but you have to understand the basic, basic right. stuff, top of your head. Right, right, right. And then you know, Abacus. Nice thing is, is Abacus is a tool. Mm -hmm. But Abacus has a much more bigger secret, which is once children or we or anybody understand how to calculate using the bees, we can remove it, which means that we, once you understand the system mm -hmm. and we do not actually need the actual Abacus bees That's to true. have to calculate. So you, you know how to move. You take it off, and then you can still visualize to calculate those bees. So that is, a, you know, like a beauty about learning the abacus. Yeah, because okay. you can, so indeed, that, I mean, in the beginning, it's the same as, you know, when I went to school on a more basic level, you know how you when you when you have to count till someone has done like 50 things, and you mark that up, like one stripe down, one stripe down, one stripe down, four stripes, and then... Um, a small di diagonal stripe, and that's five. And you therefore know that after, if you have four of those blocks, you know that that's going to be 20. You don't need to count all the individual stripes again. You just know. Um, no. And that doesn't mean you, you'll always need that piece of paper in front of you, like you said, with regards to the, with the, to the abacus. Because to be honest, I've only seen an abacus once in my life. And it was a fairly oh, yeah. long time ago. And it was when somebody was explaining an economic concept uh, when I was oh, yeah. when I was much younger. Because uh, oh, yeah. accountants used to use them. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. I, I so, know the audience cannot see, but I would like to share with you. This is my giant abacus. 
that is that is a monster. I will find for everybody listening. I will find. Uh, <laughs> I will probably share share this picture and so because that is not the abacus that I. <laughs> it's a, my this is a giant. Abacus. Yeah, this is a regular abacus. Yeah, this is regular. This is a giant. When I am teaching to the children, or when I go to the public to do the demonstration, I use this giant abacus. <laughs> but you know, I don't need to carry this one around anywhere. I don't huh. even tiny one. I don't have to have it because I have ingrained in my head. Yeah. Because remember, the numbers are universal language, and the abacus is a skill. Mm-hmm. Abacus taught us the skill to in. So then, once they understand the simple equation again, addition, subtraction, multiplication, division. Like you said, fraction is a different formation of the division. Yeah, sure. Right? Percentage is also, you know, like a different place value. Mm-hmm. Okay? And the same thing, equal to the different formation of the division. But because of the, they do not have a concept, stronger foundation of the base, they just only learning for the, oh, percent. Oh, fraction, or oh, this, or oh, this. Nothing they can connect each other because they don't have the, any foundation. Mm. Yeah, no, that's it. So to me, Abacus teaching and giving the foundation, foundation of the universal language, mm-hmm. really, that's it. Once they understand, the another thing is, is Abacus is like I think I told you earlier, mm-hmm. using the finger, using the finger, and we see it using the finger, and we touch it, and move it, and the mm-hmm. answer is here. It's not like a thinking, what is that? Mm-hmm. No, there, no, there's no guessing. If you're moving up the three bees up, it is a three. If you're moving yeah. one bees down, there's only two bees left. Mm-hmm. This is a fact, yeah. right? So, if as you calculate, you see the differences, you see the mistake, you see the you know like answers. So that is the biggest difference than regular school math. There's so many methods. I am aware of that, but whatever you use is okay as long as they giving the foundation. Yeah, and, and that's you know. a fascinating point because you raise a couple of really, really interesting points there from from a lay person looking at it from the outside. First of all, everything I was taught, kind of the way I was taught maps, and maybe I'm remembering this wrong, but this is how how it how it sticks in my head. So from say the age of nine, ten years old, old, I have a I have a recollection of okay, this semester we're going to do sine cosine and all that sort of stuff next semester we're going to do vectors next semester we're going to do something else and the semester after that we're going to there was never this overriding this this connectivity like you said the, the the foundation there was never a a and this is how it all links together no one explained to me i mean we were taught fractions of course we were but we weren't taught that fractions was just a different way of division if you if you know what I mean. um, no yeah 
Uh, I mean, obviously, it stuck because I know how to do fractions. But I remember a lot of a lot of my friends and myself as well for for a long time um, because you know I I don't I have this little podcast I'm a personal trainer a lot but I have my PhD is in economic uh, international economic relations basically economics right and it took somebody to explain it in a very fun because I used to suck at economics I, I didn't get it and then one of my friends brothers. Uh, it was very, very clever chap, and he was already working towards his PhD, and it was at one of the best schools in Holland. And he said to me, Pete, you're overcomplicating uh, uh, over this. It's supply and demand, and everything you do in economics is supply and demand. It all boils down to, if you understand the foundation, the, the, the basic of it, Everything else will make sense. And it did. With like within a month, I understood what I was talking about when I sat in class and okay. But if you don't have that foundation, these concepts are monstrously difficult, or at least much more difficult to actually get the hang of. It's really difficult to under, to explain fractions to someone mm-hmm. and percentages if they don't know what the vision is and how it all right. links together. Right. It is. You're right. So that's fine. To even here, Peter, I have to say, addition, subtraction, that's the old model. Mm-hmm. Okay. If people understand the addition, two plus two plus two plus two plus two, that is two times five. Yeah. So that is already, if, pe- if people already know the addition, we can teach them the multiplication. Yeah. Okay. Multiplication, the mm-hmm. different formation of the addition. Yeah. Division. Is different formation of the subtraction. So ah, to me, boiling yeah. down addition and subtraction, if they understand those two, next thing is you just have to memorize times table and a division. Division table is just a you know back way of the multiplication table. Mm-hmm. So if they understand the addition, subtraction, the multiplication table, it's all done. And then basic is a created. Once they create it from that point, we can guide them algebra, yeah. right? And we can also teaching them the, you know, like a fraction. We can teaching them the decimal. We can also teaching them the percentage. We can teach so many things from that base point. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, society created the school system those school system is once you've done the first grade what where are they going to go they're going to the second grade yeah. second grade done third grade third fourth fifth six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve and then done get out of it school yeah. creating the way how they're moving to the track it's not teaching them the foundation Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's why, like me or any other, those after school program, we are the one trying to concrete them, giving them the foundation which school cannot provide. That's why my student, I have been teaching this for 23 years. My student, regardless, the student who came average kids or lower the, below the average kids mm-hmm. or above the average kids, all of them, moving forward towards the top of the 
class mm-hmm. to grade above the school. Mm-hmm. Because they're building the foundation. Yeah, it's 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 like a friend of mine always used to say: you can't build a sta- uh, you can't build a castle on loose sand, right? It, it's it's yeah, you, you you can't. It's really difficult to for kids to really feel comfortable and and have a wide grasp and even be able to to take it with them if they if they want to study something. And let's be honest, everything is like you said; everything has some level of maths in. It. Uh, when, right. when you when you go to uni, it it just does. Whether it is indeed physics, science, I mean economics, it it's all it it's just so much easier if you instinctively already grasp what uh, what they're talking about. If you can break it down to the basic level, so that you later on can say, okay, this this formula might be complex. But at least I know what I'm talking about because right, <laughs> it's, right. It's, it it's, is. It's, it's a it's a complex way of adding and subtracting and all that sort of stuff rather than just looking at a formula like Goodwill Hunting, right? Remember that film with Matt Damon? Yes. And he stands yeah. and they can't figure out the process and it just comes to him. I'm fairly sure you, if everything just looks like that to you all the time and you're just in uni, but you're not actually studying maths, you're just studying science or something, then uni is going to be really, really difficult for you. Whereas at least yeah. if you have a basic, okay, it's complex, there's a lot of stuff to do here, but I know that I just have to do a lot of the stuff I already know and then I can get there, that is significantly easier to work with. Yeah, very true, very true. And then, you know, maybe I wanted to say, it doesn't have to be only math. If the person who is comfortable enough to already know the have the basic foundation, mm-hmm. what happened next has a built up the confidence. No right. fear carrying around, right? Sure. The fear is the one became hate, right? Because if you mm-hmm. feel comfortable, why you have to hate, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, true. So it's to me boiling down one word. School kids, kids don't have the foundation, and then they cannot play the game, number game. Mm-hmm. If they cannot do it, what happened? They became hate. Mm-hmm. They they want to avoid. Yeah. But unfortunately, like you, Peter, you said, no matter which field we go, always math is coming along with us because mm-hmm. this is a universal language, and then no matter. We go to the Russia, we go to the South Korea, we go to the Vietnam, we go to the, you know, like India. Always numbers, mm-hmm. always. So it's, yeah. it's, it's just a, like a fascinating to me, but, you know, <laughs> I want it, you know, <laughs> this is a universal language, people wake up. It doesn't have to be complex, doesn't have to be teaching them so hard. In fact, the abacus, I think uh, I showed you, and then maybe you can explain to the audience better. Abacus is a rectangle, and then there is a center bar. Yeah. And then the, this center bar dividing top base and the bottom base. And the bottom base has one, two, three, four. Top base is one B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's how they we making the numbers. So mm-hmm. right now, 
none of the top beads, bottom beads is touching the bees. But once the bottom beads up, that contain that said one mm-hmm. and two and three and four. There's no more bees, the lower sure. bees, right? But there is a bees, top bees. Yeah, so, so we have to move in four bees down and then top bees down. This one top bees value of five. Yeah, sure. So five and one is a six and seven and eight and nine. Mm-hmm. Once nine down, where are we going to go? Of course, this is the ones. This is the tens. Mm-hmm. This is a hundred, thousand, ten thousand. It's going to be just the same. It's just matter of the different values. So sure. if I putting on the three in tens place, it's going to be thirty three zero, right? Yeah. So oh, that's how we do. But at the same time, surprisingly, our hands also can be abacus. Okay, Peter. Look, mm-hmm. I'm yeah, making sure. the two fifths and one index finger out. This is one, and the middle finger out. Index and the middle finger out, that is a two fingers out, that is a two. Mm-hmm. And the ring finger and the one, two, three fingers out. And then pinky, four. So where is a five? I don't have a six yeah. fingers. So, so you thumb. have to yeah. put the four beads in and the thumbs up. Thumb is a value of the five. Mm-hmm. And the five and the index finger, that is a six. And the seven and the eight, nine. Yeah. So we, all have abacus in our hands, which many people, of course, don't know. <laughs> no, of course, no, I definitely right? didn't know that. Uh, it's it, but it's fascinating because the way the the way you you showed it there, it shows you that because kids learn in different ways, right? We we kind of know that some kids are more visual, some kids are right. uh, are happy to just sit and, and and be told something, right? The abacus kind of covers it all, doesn't it? It it it, right. it it physically so we don't you know, we don't need schools really in a way, and that's kind no. of how, how they're doing it in the UK by uh creating little cartoons to you know <laughs> you know Correct. For, for the kids that like to learn visually, here's a television program you can watch. Yeah, or you can just explain it by using something like an abacus because yeah, or here is it. You don't need to spend that much money giving everybody a youtube no. channel and and oh, right oh, right <laughs> like that maybe i'm gonna say abacus bees three bees up you have to say three because it is three but how about this if i'm gonna put the three finger pointed out how much i mean are you going to yeah, tell me or you know three, two yeah. or three this is a three yeah no lie and then this is belonging to me and then there's no guessing if I'm putting another finger out, it's going to be four. Mm-hmm. So it's connecting. So abacus is just the same. There is no lie unless you made a mistake and then you have to find it out, right? So yeah. so, so, how do you find the – because I'm, I'm guessing a lot of people will, will be interested in this because we have, you know, the – we have the the uh, uh, Kumon classes in the in in Edinburgh at least in, in, yeah. in, in the UK, and several of my uh, of my clients' kids have gone to those things for a bit of tutoring. And I'm not I'm not saying they don't work, but I'm saying that for a lot of the kids, 
that went there, it almost seemed to have been like an extra hour of math class in the same way that they teach it in schools, or at least that, that's how it comes across. So it's always struck me as maybe not the most practical solution. So how, how does your class differentiate from, say, the, the Kumon classes and all that sort of stuff? In, in the after school, they come in more, you know, we do have the class, but the, mm -hmm. we do also have after school. In that sense, Kumon and then we are same, okay? Mm -hmm. But what is the biggest difference? We are not preparing for the test yeah. to pass. We are preparing, we are giving our student skill mm -hmm. for the future, for the life. Okay. So we are looking more. It's not like, you know, like if you go to the Kumon, there is already, you know, pro, you know, curriculum. If mm -hmm. you done yeah. A, one, and then one, finish this, and then two, two, and three. 3.A, 3.B, 3.3, and then 4, 4A, 4B, 4C, and just stepping up, stepping up, stepping up. When you're done, yeah, they may learn something, but do you think that is really preparing for the life? Mm -hmm. No. They no. are just only preparing for the school test. Mm -hmm. But ours, are, we are simply teaching the addition subtraction skill with using the actual bees. At the same time, once they started understanding, we are removing the abacus to the side without having the actual bees to visualize using their own fingers to mm. understand how to how the bees moves. And that will be ingrained in your head. And then by some they're going to the school, yes. And also they started learning more higher skill, which is them uh, multiplication and division. Once those four elements of the calculation will be understood by the mental calculation, it's called the mental calculation mm -hmm. without using the abacus, those skills. So once those things are done, by some, no matter which grade they are going into the school, they can do snapping the finger, they can calculate it right away because they don't need to writing down all this, you know, like a solution yeah. because they can do it mentally. And once those things into their system, they don't even spending the time to calculate. Yeah. They don't. The moment that they look at the number, that your, your mind started spinning. Mm -hmm. Like me, uh, I speak Japanese and I speak English. When I came here, to, I struggled to understanding the English and then my mind was translated from English to Japanese and the Japanese to English. And I, my brain really like, a, like giving me so much, you know, like, oh my God, what I'm thinking. But yeah. once those processes over, I really don't need to, I can just think like uh, the way how you know, Americans or, you know, any English speaker thinks. Yeah. So same thing. The abacus is a skill. We teach skills for the life. Kumon preparing for the test to getting the A yeah. for the school. That's it. That's yeah. the big difference. Yeah, that is a big difference. And, and, and it's interesting because you do have to wonder – you know, it, 
I, I understand that parents want their kids to do well in school, right? Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm not for anybody listening to this. I completely get it. I completely understand if you want your child to do well in school. However, <laughs> as I always say, I would, I would, I always say your your main job as a parent is to prepare your child well for life, rather Correct. than to pass exams and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, and and there are benefits to passing exams. I, I'm, I'm not saying there aren't, but you know, if you give a child, or even even as a, as an adult, if you start to learn a life skill that will carry you so much further than you know it's it's the old saying and everybody anybody who works in an office will know this there are always there's always one or two, there are always one or two people that seem to not have what we call common sense right what we call that that, that just gets off it's that type of life skill that they're lacking that the, where they can just do the basic stuff they understand the basic things uh but from like you said, from the top of their head, they can just add and subtract and and all that sort of stuff. They just kind of get. It allows them to make better decisions later on in the moment in in different situations rather than just uh, on on an exam paper. So I know where I would rather invest my money, so to speak. If I send my kids to any any sort of classes, <laughs> I would rather have them pick up a life skill rather than just an exam. So it's interesting because obviously we spoke a lot about kids, but I I know, like I said, I know so many adults that that toil with this type of stuff, and you obviously also do uh, teach abacus method to, to adults and all that sort of stuff, and I think you see the same results from them as you do from from right, right. yes, I do, I do teach adult, but mainly adult has a more freedom, more flexibility, sure. but also their schedule sometimes is not really easy to set like a, you know, young children. Yeah. So that's why I do offer the online recording classes. Mm-hmm. So then once they have those, they can just, you know, like a practice on their own term. So that is a beauty about, and then it, it, you can learn how to cut how to use abac- abacus to calculate. Mm-hmm. But if you really wanted to, you know, excel, like uh, let's say, if if abacus, abacus is kind of a harder example. But I, if, if I tell using piano as an example, mm-hmm. let's say, if anybody fifty years old wanted to learn the piano, is that impossible? It is possible. You mm-hmm. can learn piano, but the what it's not really easy to learn the piano comparing five years old. Of but course. Yeah. It, it, it is not impossible. Five years old has all the, you know, like a sense is gathered together, listening and the feeling and the movement, all the, you know, like a sense is just got together and then you can just quickly learn and mm-hmm. the memorization as well. But as we getting age, it's more challenging. So we need to, that is a time adult has to understand that concept why how so once people understand and then they start more make sense to you know take it but once they learn do you think they can be you know like a using like a snapping in the finger to calculate it is not same thing piano 
when you started learning the piano, how long does it take to play the Chopin? Mm. Uh, it's years and after years, not only yeah. one day practice. You have to do 50 minutes every day for mm-hmm. you know, month and then six months and then years after years and then years. If you take one day off, you step back in the two days, right? Yeah. That's the concept is just the same. However, if you determine, if you commit it, there is always you conquer your fear and then you discovered another new version of yourself. Mm. And then you you really celebrating your life. You know, it's never be late. And then one time when I I was teaching, uh, I think almost, I think she was almost nearly 70 years old, 70. <laughs> and then she, she learned the abacus when she was very young. She was Japanese lady. Mm-hmm. She learned, but she forgot. So I kind of, you know, like a, work together and then she started remembering and then she really started feeling wow now i can all of a sudden started to, like i can memorize so many things like you know like I, there was a crowd inside her brain but mm-hmm. it just all of a sudden diminished it's like disappeared clear sky that's what she said to me so it was uh, very interesting and also like a same thing, it, this is not only child. If someone can conquer the fear and then build it up, the, you know, like accomplishment, mm-hmm. you know, that accomplishment, making them to the, you know, building up the confidence. Once someone has a confidence, what happened? Started enjoying. If without mm-hmm. having the confidence, without having the accomplishment, I don't think we can enjoy what we do. Oh no, you're absolutely no, you're absolutely right, I, I, and and that's an interesting point because there is amongst a lot of my, let's say my 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 friend group. So everybody's in their like forties and fifties and all that sort of stuff. There is this weird perception that certain things are difficult to learn because, or that you're just not good at something, right? So a lot of my friends will say, oh, your English is excellent, or they used to say when I just moved to the UK in like 99, they were like, oh, your English is so excellent and I'm just not good with languages. Yeah, because you never studied them, right? Because you're born in the UK and you only studied, ever studied English, maybe one or two French lessons, and you didn't care that much about that. So you never... You never stuck with it. It is. It is like you said. It is just learning a skill, but the confidence you gain from having these skills and the confidence you like. My 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 wife is studying Spanish at the moment. My, my uh, Spanish at the moment. Now she's British, but she has a friend in Madrid, and so she'll hop over to Madrid every now and again for for a visit to visit her friends. It's much easier doing that if you speak Spanish. But it's just, of course, yeah. it's just easier. You can go on the bus, you can go in the supermarket without being the shouty British person that points at stuff. Then can I have some of these, please? And if the person doesn't, but so she gets a lot more from her visits just by having the skill that she acquired. But even just basic, basic stuff. And it is, like you said, it, it's, it's, any skill we learn in all in in older age, because I wouldn't call my wife old, right? I'm not making that mistake. But it's it's <laughs> any skill we learn 
as an adult gives us not only more confidence to learn other skills, but it keeps our brain going as well. Right? It keeps us, and especially when it comes to maths, I mean, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, the link is very clear between people who do puzzles, uh, Sudoku-type puzzles and all that sort of stuff, and who stay active in that way, and things like dementia and Alzheimer's and brain fog and all that sort of stuff. Correct. Yeah, it is. Like we already in like a research all about this, improve brain healthier and boost memory, mm-hmm. hand, hand and eye coordination. That is a really good brain exercise too. Yeah. And then of course, you know, if we because we move the fingers, it's like building develop the muscle memory back again. Sure. Because as we getting aged, we have less activity to do, less responsibility to do. Mm-hmm. But it is in the kind it's not the chore, but it is a more exercise. It became a more exercise. If we you know, when we are a child, we are not even, you know, it's we were kind of more required. Like we have to go to school. Yeah. We have to do this. We have to. But once you reach a certain point, if you're not willing to step out your own comfort zone, no one even bothers you. And it is okay. Yeah. It is very okay. But then you realize all of a sudden what, you know, my logical thinking is started darting, you know, like a yeah. disappearing. Right? So it's all about us. As we age wiser, and then you have to using your own legs, own hands, own brain, own ear, own ears, own, own eyes, we have to use it. If we don't use it, we will lose it. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And especially when, it, like I said, it, it's interesting. So there, there are many many benefits that I can think of for sure. And I'm I'm fairly lucky that because I, I, I notice this when I'm older, I used to be great at doing things from the top of my head. Right. And I, I had all the answers. They were right there at the forefront. And now when someone asks me a question, I take a little bit longer to answer because it takes me a while to dig out the information or it takes me a little while to do the calculation. And, you know, if you practice this sort of stuff, you don't have that problem so much. Yeah, and then you know this is only U.S. I don't know that you care, but the forty percent of U.S. age six five years old or older mm-hmm. associated with memory impairing. So oh. they are losing. They are losing. That is almost sixteen million people. Forty mm-hmm. percent of the people are, without knowing, no, it deteriorated yeah. because I wish. Our memory, our body is telling us, hey, you know, yellow flag. Hey, Mimako, you better be careful. If you don't do this, you're going to lose your brain. If here, your brain is going to die <laughs> or something. Yeah. I wish, but again, unfortunately, our body is silently, silently deteriorated. Mm. <laughs> well, yeah, that, and, and that's what happens. Absolutely everywhere, right? It's and this is the big thing. I, I see this with a lot of I have one or two older clients, and I'm talking 83, 86 years old, and, and and all that sort of stuff. And those that remain mentally active, 
by playing things like bridge and doing puzzles and 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 all that sort of stuff, they are and, and staying physically active as well. They are significantly healthier and significantly happier than one or two older people I know that are in their seventies that just sit and watch television all day. Um, and don't get me wrong, it is nice to sit and watch television all day. And I, I completely get it. But once you get into that habit of not learning anymore, that is when you're slow, when the decline slowly starts. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. So we we know, but as it is harder for us to getting out of the comfortable zone. Sure. Right? But yeah. to me, to me, like avocados could be, you know, next to, you know, Sudoku should be because you know it's just it's like a some I I sometimes when I go to the airport or somewhere sometimes I see people doing the Sudoku which is nice you know mm-hmm. you don't really have to be addicted buying the book to addicted <laughs> but to me I think it's just part of the exercise yeah. some people going to the gym every day some people walk every day mm-hmm. why you eat healthy food every day. It's just the same thing. If you just keep doing that every day, commitment is building up the next stage of the beautiful, you know, like a future. <laughs> yeah, right? no, absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. So on that happy note, I think we covered a ton of stuff. Was there anything else you wanted to uh, to mention? Anything that you're like, oh, I haven't mentioned this yet? Um. Uh, you, this is a uh, your audience is a kind of you know Europe and then this but I you know reside you know I live in the US mm-hmm. but maybe I just wanted to share with you that uh, when I came to US 31 years ago not many people I'm sure even maybe UK is the same not many people knew sushi well true yeah no, but now sushi will be universal, you know, it's like everywhere. a dish. Yeah. Everybody knows, oh, sushi. So this is I'd like to share with you. When I came to U.S. 31 years ago, I was asked, okay, Miwako, what kind of food you, you like to eat? What is your favorite food? And then I quickly said, sushi. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's including my classmates, and then they look at me and say, what? <laughs> Ugh, gross. That was the reaction mm-hmm. 31 years ago. Okay? So the, I was so embarrassed. I was so ashamed. I should not have said that. But the look now, after 31 years, even didn't take 31 years. Now, when I go anywhere, it said, oh, are you Japanese? Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. Oh, then quickly, next thing is it? Oh, I love sushi. Yeah. I said, <laughs> I said, excuse me. Yeah, you Japanese, right? Oh yeah, I love sushi. I, oh, you know those, you know, like you know, just tiny this, and then oh my god, I love it. I love it. I said, oh, thank you. But uh, that's really to me the questioning. Thirty-one years ago, I when I said I love sushi, and then people discussed. Mm-hmm. But now they found me. I am Japanese. They fantasized. Wow, you're, you're Japanese. I love Japan. I love Japanese sushi. I said, 
Oh my God. So why I wanted to tell you this, there is a way abacus should be introduced to the world. Mm. So my motto is abacus can be next sushi. Well, I mean, to be honest, it sounds like a tremendous way for many, many kids to learn. And and from my experience with uh, with what I see around me and, and how some kids struggle with, like you said, the basic concepts, not knowing, not getting the foundation right, it seems to be a no-brainer. Uh, and I'll, I would not be surprised if if these things start popping up everywhere. To be honest, in the meantime, they can obviously always go to uh, Abacus Online, right? Um, the yeah, Abacus Online, online. Classes. So that online thank, classes. God, thank God we have the internet. It makes life it makes it a lot smaller. And it I means know. it's a lot easier to get in touch with, uh, with experts and teachers such as yourself. Right. Yeah. So, you know, Abacus can be next to Sushi. I really want to remember that Abacus numbers are universal language. Mm. Abacus can be taught by anybody to anybody. There is no country language barrier will be no no restriction. It just you know yeah, using no, that, abacus. That, that that's a good point. You don't need to find yourself a Japanese teacher to find to no. learn about the abacus. A German can explain no. it to a German, and and you know kids. Right. Can, all German teaching, you don't, I mean, for for those of us, for those people listening, um, Mivako brought up a little abacus a, a little while ago, and within 10 seconds, I swear to Christ, within 10 seconds, you understand exactly how this thing works. It is so straightforward. Uh, and maybe that's because yeah. I'm a little bit older and because I'm comfortable with this stuff. But for for anyone, it is within five, ten minutes, for sure, you understand how the thing works. This is not a complex skill that you have to learn no. uh, or, or a tool. It's like a hammer. You know, you give someone a hammer, you show them how to hit a nail with it, and everybody gets what the hammer does. And from then on, you can get <laughs> really good at hammering stuff, but it's really straightforward. That is very true. Yeah, it's straightforward. Unless you look at the abacus and upside down, another story. But as long <laughs> as you know how to set the abacus and then make sure in you know, a four bottom piece and yeah. one top piece, that is a front face. And then you can just do it. Yeah, you know, exactly. it's very simple. Very simple. No lie. Unless you move the different bead and the different answer. But that you did it. Not yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you make a mistake, it's going to get a lot more compli complicated very quickly. Right. Uh, on right, that happy right. note, I will press stop record here. Uh, which is exactly uh, exactly what I did. Thanks very much to Miracle for coming on. I mean, I love that. I genuinely, I, I adore talking to people that really really like what they're talking about they're really knowledgeable they're passionate about what they're talking about and they're really passionate they have a genuine interest in helping people so she's not helping your kids just pass exams right like like we spoke about a bit she's genuinely trying to just teach them the life skill that math isn't scary math isn't complicated you just need to understand that it's all uh very very 
simple as long as you go back to the basics and you teach them the basic first and teach them the foundations first and then everything flows from that like i said with my economics example you know i didn't get economics in school until i understood and someone explained to me it's supply and demand that's all it is it's supply and demand everything flows from there right get the foundation right first so add subtract multiply and divide it everything flows from that and the abacus method is a wonderful way to teach people that now she um obviously she is just in the portland area uh, portland and beaverton area but she's also the founder of abacus online which she did mention so check out that website um if you're thinking oh listen you know my kid can do it with a bit of help is it as good as being taught face to face no it isn't because it never is but, you know, if there's one person I would go to for this type of stuff, it would be Miroko. I think she's wonderful. And, you know, I, I, it was a joy talking to her. It really was. That's it for this week. My good, my good ladies and gentlemen, with, that's an hour. Here's a new bit of music. Peter at healthypostnatalbody.com. If you have any questions, if you're like, ah, oh, Pete, can you an- answer XYZ or get someone to answer XYZ, I will ask the right expert. You know, if your kid is struggling with French, I'll, I'll, I'll bring a French expert on, <laughs> right? I'll build Michel Thomas on or something like that. Anyways, you have a wonderful week. Here's a new bit of music. Like I said, Peter at healthypostnatalbody.com. Give me a shout if you need anything, right? Take care. Bye now.
leaves are prizing, the sun stops it shining. You know you've got a hand to hold. As we wait on the timing, together we find it. There's more than one way to go home. Yeah, there's more than.